Have you ever struggled with feeling confident in how to share your faith or how to teach your children how to share their faith? Well, you're going to be so glad you joined us today. I have just got a wonderful conversation in store for you. This conversation is with a dear extended family member. Her name is Jeannie Taylor. She was a pastor's wife for many, many years. She's still a pastor's wife and has three grown children and has so many stories of how God has used her in sharing her faith and helped equip her to teach her children how to be able to confidently share their faith as well. So she has so many wonderful tools for us today. You'll want to follow her on the website that they're launching. It's living in the blessing. Dot com or find her on Facebook. Jeannie's blog is there called It's a God Thing. And you will just enjoy following her. Jeannie Taylor is her name. So glad you can be here with us today. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Seek Holy Living podcast with Christus Faboda. I am a wife to my wonderful husband, mom to my five precious children and a friend to some amazing moms that I can't wait to introduce to you. Mothering is not a journey meant to be traveled alone. Join me every Monday for a new podcast where you will find hope, joy, and purpose. Well, Jeannie, thank you so much for being here with me today. This is such a treat. Yeah, it's great to be here with you, Krista going to be such a wonderful conversation. So I know that you have a beautiful story of how your faith began and your personal walk with the Lord. So how did that start? Why don't we start there by you sharing your story of how you came to know the Lord and then how the Lord really lit a fire in you to share your faith. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, well, I'm 60 years old. And so when I was about 10 years old, I lived with my grandmother for a short while. So that was 50 years ago. And uh, my grandmother was a very godly woman. And uh, I came from a home that uh, really struggled. Uh, so my mom went, uh, sent me to live with her for a little while. And I believe God totally orchestrated that. And uh, I went to church with my grandmother Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday not, I didn't even know church was open that much. And so uh, one night I remember she had this uh, little plaque and I can still remember it in my mind on her bedroom wall. And it said, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. And for whatever reason, you know, that I just kept saying that over in my mind, just thinking about it and thinking about it and kept hearing about the love of Jesus. And um, I didn't have my father in my life. And so as I attended church with my grandmother, um, I kept hearing about the Father's love and the Father, Heavenly Father's unconditional love for us. And I so much wanted the love of a father and that unconditional love of the Heavenly Father. So one night, my grandmother, we were kneeling by her bed and she walked me through the prayer of salvation. And I um, prayed to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And so that was very, very real to me. I still remember it. And not too long after that, I was baptized. And you said you were so, 10? I was 10. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's so yeah. beautiful. So did you live with your grandmother for a while still then? I just lived with her for about almost a year. My parents had gotten a divorce. I have four brothers and she sent me to live with my grandmother for a period of time. So it wasn't very long, but it was long enough that she made a huge impact on my life. I even named one of my children after her. Oh, that's so, so sweet. 
Yeah. So it was so real to you so early. And mm-hmm. then how, cause I, I know from hearing about your life from my parents, when I hear about, Oh, mm-hmm. Jeannie's going on this missions trip or Jeannie mm-hmm. and Chad are doing this thing together in ministry with you and your husband being involved in ministry for so many years. Yeah. Um, hear the story of what the original spark was for really having a heart to mm-hmm. invite people to church and reach out to people. Cause it's right, such a- right. yeah, it was in a, there was a contest there at my grandmother's church. And they said that uh, they shared about the verse about Jesus said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And so they really wanted to push this emphasis about us inviting friends and family to church. And for every person you brought, you would get this little tiny fish and um, plastic fish. And so it, whoever had the most fish, little plastic fish at the end of the contest would win this big set of silver. And so, um, like I said, my parents were divorced. My mother was away and I knew that she would come back for me one day and I wanted this silver set for her. So I began to invite friends and I kept seeing friends coming and their families coming and I would get these little plastic fish one after another. And so what became a really fun for me to get friends there and to collect these fish after a while, I just really lost the interest in the silver set and was becoming more excited about seeing my friends and their families coming to church. I did not win the silver set, and that's Aww. okay, because um, I realized that I did win souls for Jesus. And that was the that's what really started it for me, the joy that I found from inviting people to church and seeing them come and keep coming and, and really seeing some life changes as a little girl. So... Mm, that's so sweet. And I love, I love how it was such a tangible, tangible thing. And even how God took that motivation that was so pure a part of the child to want to love your mom, that then to be something that lit a new passion in you that has been carried in through your whole life. Yes, yes. And so I have such a love for sharing the gospel. I've been on many mission trips. I've been to Africa twice and Brazil and Guatemala and India. And when I went on these mission trips, um, there were times because my husband's a pastor, he couldn't leave on for a week or on the weekends. But I would hear about these mission trips and I'd say, well, I'm going to go. And people would say, well, do you know who you're going with? And I go, no, but I'll get to know him at the airport. (laughs) And so I looked for every opportunity to hop on a plane and go do missions and reach people for Christ in other countries. And um, I am writing a book now. It's called um, uh, It's a God Thing. And they're just incredible adventurous stories. Because when you step outside that comfort zone and say, God, use me to share your love with other people, he does the work. You just join him in it. You just step into it. And he makes it so easy and so fun and exciting. And so um, everyone keeps saying, you need to write a book. So I'm finally doing that. And uh, um, it's just wonderful to even relive those stories about those mission trips. Wow. That is so beautiful to be able to like recount God's faithfulness and seeing it mm-hmm. again and just remembering it back mm-hmm. on it. Okay. Question mm-hmm. for you though. So those mission trips that were the inner big, far international ones, did you do those while your children were young also, or did you do those when your kids were a little older or out of the house? What did that look like? Yeah. Good question. Um, I, 
really didn't uh, do those until my, my last child went off to college. And within two weeks, I went to uh, West Africa. I did not feel comfortable in going into foreign countries uh, and leaving them home. So I, I waited to do the foreign missions. I did some before I had children. And then, but while they were growing up, I, I we did some as when they were teenagers. I wanted them to have a heart for missions. So we did local missions. Yeah. But as far as the foreign missions, I waited till they were grown. That's really encouraging to me because sometimes I see these trips that people go on and do. And I know that there have been times that God will call women while their children are young or at home still to do something like that. But God definitely has not put that on my heart for this time. Um, but when I see the work that's being done places, sometimes it's so inspiring and knowing, you know, there are there are women, there are children who need to be loved and need the Lord. And I had an opportunity when I was in college to go um, to overseas on a missions trip and it was using music. So that was kind of a neat thing because that was a skill I had and I got to use my music to take me as the tool to be able to love people there. Um, but I haven't since, but that's really encourages my heart to think about that this season, God may have me serving here in a real way at home, you know, in Southern California where we are. And maybe the international work for me will be later, but that time, it just seems so far off still right now to me that it's hard to almost even picture, but watching my mom, you know, I know there will be a time that I won't have little children in my home anymore and that God may call me there then. But right now my work here is still just as important and God is going right. to be here too. Right. Because it is your mission field. Yeah. And though you can't physically been, be there, you can still teach your children to have a heart for mission. You can still oh, yeah. do that by, you know, a compassion child and, and putting that compassion child's picture up on the wall and let's look on the map or where they are and let's write them a letter and then they write you back and, yeah. and you can support financially compassion child and still be a part of those missions and not physically be there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have a compassion child that we got that we began to sponsor back when we were early married. So if, if anyone listening isn't familiar with this, it's Compassion International is the ministry and you get to sponsor a child. So again, I mentioned music. I picked the child that said they liked music because I thought that's special. Maybe we could talk about that. Um, and it was back when we were early married and she's almost aged out now. Like we've almost supported her all the way up through. And um, my kids sometimes help me write the letters to her and we'll send pic. They always want to send pictures. She asks for pictures of our family all the time. So we'll print out pictures and send those too. Um, but one of the things we did one year, because similarly, I wanted them to have a heart for the world, for Jesus outside of just where we are. But that's hard for kids to understand like a global concept. So one year for our schooling, we studied a different country, no continent every kind like every, every so often I moved to a new one that we'd study like every month or so. And there are a couple of books and I'll put them in my Instagram the week that we're recording this. So people can see what the books were to help broaden their worldview, to give you, there were living books. So they're books that really let you step into the world. So like what's life like for a child in Uganda or what is life like for a child in this small village in France or wherever it was specifically about a family. And it would even show one of the books even showed what all the things are that fill their home. 
And it gave them a different picture for that. And so then that time that we were studying that country or the continent, whichever it was, we would pray for the people there in a specific way based on what we read about them. And, and it did, it gave them a very different, greater world perspective just by mm-hmm. studying geography in that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a great way to do it. I mean, uh, and like you said, we say we wait till our kids are grown, but we really, we want to, we don't, we don't, don't want to wait. And we want our children to be involved with us in the, in sharing Christ and praying and writing letters. It's so, so important. And uh, you never know how that compassion child, one day you might get to meet them. And I know, I about that. Yeah. And, and that's another really cool story with a friend who went to Africa meet with me once was able to meet her compassion child. Wow. And that doesn't happen very often, but God really opened those doors. So yes, totally recommend that. And, and uh, that opens up your heart and mind to the foreign countries. And now with the internet, you can pull up videos and see yeah. them. Uh, I had encouraged a group of homeschool kids to read the book uh, Kisses from Katie. And it's a young girl who went over to Yukon and I was just in that area a few years ago in Wampala, uh, and she now lives there and has adopted many children. And uh, um, the stories that she wrote in her book uh, were, it were things that I actually experienced. I read it before I went to Uganda. So there's so many things out there that we can be uh, with foreign missions in mind and local missions. Another thing that we've done that I think gives kids a different just sense of understanding that's a real tangible thing that my children have been able to do is when we used, did the shoe boxes for Samaritan's purse at Christmas time. And we always pick out a child of each of their ages and then pray ahead of time before we go shopping for whatever the items are that God will lead us to the right things for that child because, you know, they have a good list of things that are recommendations, but knowing how amazing it is to think that we don't know the child who's going to be getting gifts. And whenever we get gifts for people, we're always, I explain to my kids, when we buy gifts for people, we're buying them for the person who they're for, not for our hearts, it's for their hearts. But that's Mm -hmm. tricky thinking we don't know the hearts of these children, Mm -hmm. but that God does, that the Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit goes before us and directing exactly where those boxes are, the hands that they're going to go into. Mm -hmm. So praying even like, Lord, what color baby doll should I get for this child? Or Mm -hmm. um, what color toothbrush would bless this one the best? Mm -hmm. And really realizing this is a real person who you are loving, who God is going to use this for. And that's just a really special thing. Yeah. Yeah. So many, so many ways to, to teach your children to, to go outside their, their home and their little town and their little world. And, and, um, but also, and I didn't know what, what other question you had for me, but I did want to share with you, Krista and the ladies that, um, more than just that is teaching our children how to lead someone to Christ. And, and it's yes. real easy to think, oh, well, they're not old enough to do that. You know, that's my responsibility as an adult. And maybe they, they should watch me do this. But our kids, oh, my goodness, uh, uh, the Lord uses children to share the good news in such a beautiful, pure, pure way. And uh, I highly recommend, as I have shared the gospel in many different ways and and uh, as I've gone overseas but the one that I feel like has really been beneficial and easy easy for adults and for children and you can go online to time to revive dot 
com, I believe it's dot com. I'll put it but in the show notes too, as well as the books that we mentioned. So people can reference all of those there. Good, good. So time to revive is so simple. And, and there's five verses that, um, the, that you learn and you have a colorful bracelet and, um, it's it basically, it's when, um, when you're engaging with someone to share the gospel, we use the same approach we see Jesus using in scripture, which is love, listen, discern, and respond. And so, um, even as your kids are with you, let's say at a restaurant and what I like to do when the when the waitress comes and she takes her order and we always look for her name and I will always say you know let's say her name was Susan and I'd say Susan um, is there any way that I can pray for you? I know that sometimes I kind of approach it with, you know, does, um, I know this may seem kind of strange to ask you this, but is there any way I can pray for you? So that's showing love. Hardly, I've never had a person go, uh, no, not at all. No, it caught, catches them off guard and they just kind of go, you know, I am going through a hard time. You know, will you pray for my kids? Or you pray? I was like, yes, yes, I'll pray for that. And so it's love and you're listening, eye contact, and you're showing that you care and discerning when you're waiting for the Holy Spirit, just to say, Lord, show me how, um, give me discernment on how to minister to this, this waitress while we have her. And so anyway, she may leave and bring, bring the food back or whatever it may be. And then I usually give them this bracelet and I said, I'm going to, Susan, I'm going to give you a bracelet here and um it's got different with you uh do yeah i always carry a bracelet and a bible with me that's awesome. And so uh, the bracelet is, uh, you know, it has the yellow and it's green. And, and sometimes it's hard because they're working. They need to go and um, wait on another table. Or so a lot of times I just say, well, you know, I'm going to give you this gift. And it's this rubber bracelet and it has the yellow, green, blue, red and black on it. And um, it has the Bible verses kind of uh, lifted on it. It's kind of you can't you can see it. You can feel it. It's like almost feels like braille but they always stick their hand out for me to put it on them it's like oh thanks you know? so if if they don't have time if you don't have time with them you know you give them the bracelet and then i give them the bible and this, this new testament bible has matching color tabs where they go to the yellow on their bracelet and then they turn to the yellow tab and open it up in the new testament and it's romans 3 23 all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god and so if you don't have time to share with them at the restaurant or whatever i leave them the bracelet and i leave them a Bible and I tell them, you know, I'm going to be praying for them. And then you, you have your kids, your kids are watching you reach out and share the gospel with others. But there may be a time like one time this man was putting uh, chairs and, and, and Chet, my husband was with me. And so this man was putting chairs in his car at Home Depot and it was Mother's Day and he bought these lawn chairs for uh, his mother. And so we helped him um, put those in the car and we said, hey, you know, can we I just want to ask, is there any way we, we can pray for you? And then he shared with us. And then so we loved, we listened, we discerned, and then we just began to share with him. And we said, do you have time for us to kind of 
share these verses with you? And he was like, sure. So we had him open the tab. We say, here's the first one is yellow, Romans 3.23. He opened the yellow tab on the Bible and he read it. For the wages of sin is death. Or for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God is what it said. So we explained it to him. We go, well, were you ready for the next color? Yeah, let's look at the next color. And the next one was black and it was about uh, the wages of sin. And, and so we've walked him through. And then the last part, love. You're showing love. You're listening. You're discerning. And then respond. You give them a chance to respond. He said, you know, do you have any questions about what we've read about, you know, Christ and, and what he's done for you and his love for you? And we carried on a great conversation. You're right there under, the, uh, under this tree in the hobby. I mean, um, Home Depot parking lot. He prayed to receive Christ. Wow. And so and, and you can teach your children at home. Get the time to revive Bible. Look at these or just in your own uh, your own Bible there at home teach your kids to memorize uh, the five verses i'll give them to you krista if you want to write those also yeah. for them to see. Yeah. and so and you practice them at home yeah and just say hey okay we're going to pretend this is you know it might be a friend you know and just friend comes over and said you know what is your family or religious or your family what what does it mean to be a christian your children can be trained uh, to share the good news with them and not be afraid because if we don't start young with their children, they're going to become intimidated and scared as adults. Well, okay. So you say so confidently too, like, well, they just model it because they watch you, but I'm assuming if most women, I feel like I am a very, not, I feel like I am, I am a very extroverted person. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I talk to everyone. My kids always laugh when we're in line or when I'm I'm here. <laughs> like, Oh, did you make a new friend, mom? Who'd you meet today? Yeah. And she was very nice. And uh, <laughs> so I talk to people all the time, everywhere I go. And the idea of just openly starting a conversation to share my faith honestly feels intimidating to me. And so I'm assuming if it feels intimidating to me and I'm probably like for sure the most extroverted of all of my siblings when I'm in public places, then it probably feels intimidating for other moms as well. Um, But I think you're right. So it's challenging because I think you're right. I think that our kids, it's that thing that things are caught better than they're taught. Mm-hmm. And so me teaching my children, Hey, you need, you can encourage people. You can speak truth into them. You can, you can share Jesus with them. I can say all of that, but mm-hmm. if I don't ever actually model it for them, then they probably won't really believe that either I mean it or that it's true if I'm not actually doing it. So I really like the, having that tangible item of a bracelet to be able to go off of, to use, because I think it couldn't, it can feel stressful to think, well, like, what do I say next? Or mm-hmm. what if I like, don't know the next thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but having something tangible, I think is a great idea. And also starting off with that question of, can I pray for you? Mm-hmm. Um, is very non-threatening mm-hmm. because the worst thing they can say is no, and then you're not out anything. Like mm-hmm, exactly. you prayed for if you didn't ask. And mm-hmm. if you asked, then maybe you could pray for somebody. And um, I was thinking about leading up to this conversation that I was kind of challenged in my heart, thinking I need to be um 
probably more confident in that and more willing to speak, to step out in my faith. And then it was so interesting because just the other day um, I was at the store, I was shopping and having a conversation like always with the lady in the line in, fr in front of me in line. And I felt the Holy Spirit in my heart telling me, you need to invite her to church. And I don't always invite people to church. Like when I'm in line everywhere, I don't always say, Hey, who could I invite to church today? But I felt the Lord telling me I needed to. And so I just waited till the right point in our conversation and um, prayed that the Lord would open her heart to, the, to that idea. And I just asked her, Hey, do you have a church that you go to out here? I said, I know that's kind of a funny question. And she said, no, I actually don't. I said, Oh, well, we'd love for you to join us if you ever want to. Here's where we go. And told her a little bit about our church and where it is. And, um, based on some of the things we had already talked about in line was able to kind of say, I was thinking you might really be just enjoy it. It might be a blessing and kind of a refreshing thing for you after this long season of strange things we've had going on. So I'd love to have you if you ever want to come. And then when we left, my daughter was like, wow, mom, I didn't expect you to invite that lady to church. And I said, mm -hmm. you know, neither did I, <laughs> but <laughs> the Lord in my heart really telling me you need to yeah. invite her to church. And I'm not going to tell God no. So mm -hmm. I invited her to church. Mm -hmm. and the, the, that's a very non-threatening way to share Jesus with somebody because exactly. I didn't have to have Bible verses ready. I didn't have to share. I didn't share my testimony. I just said, Hey, do you have a church that you go to? We'd love to have you. you want to join us. Exactly. Exactly. So easy. And, and if we don't go with intentional every day, when we walk out the door and we say, Holy spirit, guide me to somebody who needs you. Mm -hmm. and, if, and just as we would have our glasses and our sunglasses and everything in our purse, our debit card, we also need to have like what I use with time to revive is this bracelet and new Testament Bible that's tabbed and matches the bracelet. I keep it in my purse and, um, and, and it's amazing how he, when you go intentionally, especially if like you're in line and you don't have time or God will show you, uh, if, and you don't want to impose on their time, you give it to them. You don't know if they're going to go home or you even have your kids. If they, they carry a backpack with them and say, Hey, you know, let's give me your Bible. Let's give it. And they hand it to that person or hand them the, the bracelet. And you just go intentionally uh, every day. And it's just so much fun. It's so exciting. Uh, our dog got out uh, a few days ago and we put on Facebook that our dog got out and somebody put somewhere else and said, Hey, I think someone, we know somebody that got your dog drove over there and they had just found out that their uh, father had died yeah. and were so emotional. And so we were able to uh, pray with them in the driveway, just saw their tears just hitting the concrete, you know, and we were holding hands and, and we have ministered to them since then and have called them and text them and invited them to church. I can even use your dog getting out, yeah. you know, yeah. so every. Every day, just being intentional about sharing the love of God, even if it's like, can I pray for you? Yes. And I remind my kids, when we go places, um, almost every time before we go inside, I pause and remind them all. Um, remember, when we're going here, we're a light. And this is a dark world and we don't know who we're going to be seeing and we don't know who has had a hard time or who is just in a very hard place in their life right now or who needs Jesus. We don't know, but God knows 
and people watch us that, and that is a funny thing about having a lot of children. I feel like people just kind of watch us because we kind of like, I don't know. I feel like a parade sometimes when we show <laughs> my five kids and people ask everywhere, you know, are they all yours? And I always laugh at that question. Cause I want to say, no, I brought extra children for fun, you know, because it's fun to bring lots of children to stores. <laughs> But, but, but because of that, people do watch us and I, and I remind them though, we are a light. And so people are watching us. Let's make sure that they are seeing Jesus in us by the way we love each other. And by the way we love and respect the people we're with. And you know, that alone is a testimony. It really well. is. It really is. And, and that's where it starts when they're young, just being able to be that light anywhere they go. And then baby steps of watching their mom say, hey, can I just pray for you? And mm-hmm. so the next thing is handing them to pray. You know, every situation is different. That's why it's love. Listen and discern. And, and, you know, and, holy, and trusting, too, that the Holy Spirit is who's leading us to the people and will make us capable to say the things we need to say. I think mm-hmm. about that verse that says, and God is able to make all grace abound in you so that in all things and all times and all that you need, you will abound in every good work. And so right. even when we don't know what to say, pray that the Holy spirit will speak through you. And if your heart's pounding right out of your chest, that's probably your cue. You need to be bold and mm-hmm. speak and trust the Lord to make you, make you capable. So Jeannie, and, and, thank you. So, so much for this conversation. I know that it's going to encourage moms and I will um, direct people to you guys on social media so that they can be following the ways that God is continuing to use you and chat in your ministry so we have a uh website that will be launching soon it's called living in the blessing and it will have uh, my husband's books that he's written discipleship material uh devotional uh, commentaries through the different books in the bible and then there also be my blog stories of just different times and ways that i've been able to share the gospel and just wonderful ways how people have come to know the lord and how their lives have changed well, it's wonderful. Oh, and I'll put that link down in the show notes too. And if it's not launched, when you check it, you can go back and check it again soon. Yeah. Yeah. We think it'll be launched next month. Perfect. So. Good, good, good. Well, thank you so much, Jeannie. Sure love you. Thank you, Krista. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye. What an encouragement that conversation was to me just to empower me and make me feel like I want to be more bold in sharing my faith and reaching out to people. So I wanted to actually pray a blessing over you today and before we close. So I'm going to pray over you, mama. Lord, I know that you are going to equip this mom with all that she needs to be able to share you in a real way with the people who she encounters day to day. Lord, please put people in her path who need to hear from you and give her that prompting of your spirit in her heart and give her the boldness and the confidence to speak out and to speak words of um, truth and encouragement from you to them and give her the words to be able to um, equip her children also. And I pray, Lord, also that you empower our children, Lord, um, prompt our children, stir up in them an excitement to share your word and your truth at an early age with people. Um, And... May we not grow weary in that. May you just strengthen us each step of the way. Thank you, Lord, for this conversation and and for Jeannie and just for your faithfulness working in her. In your name we pray. Amen. Have a good week, friends.
Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our weekly conversations. And check out our show notes below, where I have links to the resources mentioned on the podcast. I release a new podcast every Monday and additional content at seekholyliving.com, including a video of this conversation and a deeper dive into all things mom. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Seek Holy Living for more fun and conversation. If this was an encouragement to you, please share it with your friends. And join us next week as we talk about protecting your children in public.